Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of She Salt. So I'm really excited today because I'm going to talk about, or we are going to talk about something that really is important to me. We're going to talk about self-care and pampering yourself and what that means and what it really is. And I have a beautiful, beautiful special guest today, Jessica Barnes, owner of Vu Salon and Retreat. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I am very excited. So, you know, I started... Um, following you. We weren't even living here yet. We were still up in North Carolina. And I started seeing this beautiful advertising coming across for this this spa and retreat. And I was like, what is this? Because it looked um, a little bit different to me. It looked it looked lush. Yeah. You know, and it looked like a retreat. Because when you think about retreat, it's retreating. It's drawing away from the world. And when I think of that, there's a lot of different things people think of, but I almost think of a I like a, a warm, dark place to nest and kind of shut the world out a little bit. And yes. you nailed that in a romantic, <laughs> feminine, yet strong way. It's, it's a strong way, too, you know? Yeah. So kudos. Thank you. Thank you so much. Did that all come from your brainchild? It really did. Okay. Yeah, it really did. That is the exact experience that I wanted people to feel um, when even coming up for the name. Of course, we have the hair side of things sure. and the spa services with massage and the right, salt therapy right. and sauna and, um, and trying to come up with the name salon and spa, you know, that is everywhere yeah. and it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to capture the environment that I was trying to create, which yeah. truly is a retreat. It is. Yeah. So those that aren't familiar with what VU means, what does VU mean? Well, VU is French for you. Okay. Um, so going into a deep dive and figuring out why I wanted to create this space, it, it came down to me wanting to take care of you. Yeah, oh, it like is that. all about you. Yeah, there when you come in, it's your time. It's your um, chance to take care of yourself. Sure. And I love being able to be able to play I, a part. There's all sorts of nurturers and healers yeah. in the world. There really are. Yeah. And and I believe that if your goal is to give people a retreat yeah. and to take care of them then you're a nurturer you're a healer because that yeah. is sacred time when people are there Absolutely. right like sitting in that I've, I've been there yeah it's quite lovely so I thought this is the perfect person to talk to about this today self-care and pampering mm. and what it means because I think it means something different to each of us so when you hear that what what immediately do you think of so when I hear pampering, okay, that is paying such close attention to your needs and anticipating your needs and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. um, and so being able to pamper someone, to spoil them completely, is to give them what they need at the moment. And that's different for everybody. People yeah. come and walk into the doors in all different states and different environments and experiences. And being able to meet them where they are yeah. um, and care for them at that place, mm -hmm. it's special and it's individual for everyone. Right. Um, when I think self-care... I think of preserving yourself yeah, and making sure that um, 
you are taking care of yourself yeah in every form that that comes in and there are many forms yeah that's where you have to check yourself Mm -hmm. i think because today we um we tend to think it's really selfish to take the time to do these these little things for ourselves, which really it's very selfish not to take the time and you have to kind of check yourself like what do i need right now exactly you know if you find you have a few minutes it can be a small thing yeah. that is self-care. It can be just closing your eyes and taking some deep breaths, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's there's so many different forms of self-care. So what is something that you do for yourself on a daily basis that is, it, it's it's sort of ritual for you yeah. that this, this is, I'm going to do this for me. Yeah. Um, for me, I love to learn. I do too. I love to learn. So it is taking some time every day. And it can come in so many different forms, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. social media is all the craze now. And it may just be hashtagging um, some motivational things yeah. or, you know, looking and filling my cup with positivity, with expansion, with growth, and learning new ways to communicate with each other, new ways to care for each other. Right. Um, so that that is probably the one part of self-care that I take the most serious and means the most to me is just the ability to learn something new. Well, and growth. Exactly. You want want a little bit of daily growth every day or a lot, but you're going to make sure you at least get a little. Absolutely. I'm that way too. I think, I think that's important. I also, and I think that for me, that's also somewhat creative time mm-hmm. because if I'm learning my mind's working and I'm like oh how can I apply that in my life absolutely you know if I find something that's really inspiring to me how can I apply that to my life and then if that's really cool for me how can I help other people apply that to their yes. life so that learning time and that creative time uh, quiet time I was going to say sleep is probably my second I was, that I do for myself sleep is just <laughs> I mean the value of it yeah we and I think when we're young we we just don't quite get it unless you have a little baby at home and then you're like then you're like oh I just want some sleep right but in general I don't think we learn really get the value of it until we're a little bit later on like in life when you're just like I just want a good night's sleep exactly so sleep is good quiet time is good um what else? Oh, you know, something I really like, or I've started to make time for that I haven't in the past, mm. is time with friends. Yes, that is massively, massively important. Oh, my gosh. And I mean, love my husband to yeah. death, but it was just been me and him for the past two years. And I did have a few friends in North Carolina that are wonderful, and I miss them. But it's since I've been back here that I've reconnected with a, mm. a group of girlfriends. And I didn't realize how important that is for my for my girl soul. For your soul. Yeah, absolutely. My, and, and there's a couple of them. They're my little girl, girlfriends. Yeah. Like we get together and it's just pure silliness. Yes. But that laughter, laughter. it feeds me so much. Yeah. And to me, that self-care is like really surround yourself with people that you love being around and people that you can just drop your walls with and be your full self yeah you can it doesn't always have to be deep talks and deep conversations it is the lightness and the building each other up and supporting each other that it does it touches and fills a part of your soul that 
It yeah. doesn't come from anywhere else. No. You don't get it from your kids. You don't get it from your partner. It's just um, women. Yeah, it's, <laughs> women. A, it's a cool thing. And I, I'm sure when guys are together, there's a similarity there for them. Like there's a bonding, there's right. a, a bro thing that goes yeah. on that they can appreciate. Because I'm sure, and here's the thing, guys, if you're listening, and we have guy followers, yeah. here's the thing. We appreciate you. We do. We truly do. You are a valuable valuable asset into our lives and we are complex creatures and i know y'all don't have a clue how we operate so (laughs) but we know how we operate we know how we operate (laughs) and we got a pretty good clue how y'all operate so we have the advantage but here's the thing i think they it's probably good for them to get together and try to figure us out because i know it's got to be or at least someone to vent to, yeah. to be like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. We'll just be here not knowing what's yeah. going we'll on We'll have together. a beer and talk right. about it. Well, and I did. I saw it said that, you know, when men hang out with each other, they're just kind of side by side, right? Yeah. They're watching a game. They're having a beer. They're uh, playing a game, yeah. whatever, fishing, whatever capacity. Women, we sit down with each other and yes. we look at each other. Yeah, in what's the going face. on? What we get deep fast. Yeah, like tell me everything. I know. Spill like, the tea. I'm here for I you. I'm know. here for yeah, it. Yeah, and not in a gossipy kind of way, yeah. but it's like I'm I looking you. at you. I care. Right. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's beautiful. Yeah. But but I don't. There's and I'm sure there's men that have these. Yeah conversations but not in general and that's just how we operate so guys uh, it's good to have friend time whether it's tea time you know you go to golf whatever it is but have a little bit of that but um i love hot showers yeah hot baths you ever take a cold shower yeah i don't like that (laughs) (laughs) that's not self-care to me (laughs) now i know people love that it wakes up your senses and all that Uh yeah now i saw a meme the other day and it was like she goes, I love hot showers. I'm like a rotisserie chicken just spinning around in there. And I thought about me because I get cold really quickly. Yes. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. But um, how, do you do the cold showers? Um, not every day. I'm mm-hmm. not that diligent about it. But um, more, and I'm more inclined in the summertime. Like, sure, that yeah. is the last thing I want in the I winter. I can do that in the But summer. a nice hot shower. And then right before I get out, I switch it over to cold. And it just is that quick. Yeah. And I feel like it awakens all of my senses, like you said. And I'll try yeah. it. I'll try it. it. I'll it's let nice. you know. I'll probably text you and go like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lie. I've been cold for days. Uh, I tell you one thing I would do, and somebody will probably dare me to do it. I think I would do a polar bear plunge, though. Oh, wow. I think I would. What is so appealing t- about that? Just to say versus, I did it. Okay. Just to say I did okay. it. Just one of those things like, okay, yeah, I did yeah. that. You know, I kind of want to walk across hot coals for that same yeah, reason. I could see that too. I could, I could get that like, like the opposite ends of the yeah, spectrum. Like, but ooh, that polar plunge, man! Well, I am a fire person. I'm a okay. very fiery sort. So yeah. maybe it would cool my jets a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what else? What else? Do you oh do? gosh, self care. You know, I think it is looking at all the aspects of what we need as people. You know, what are the things that you provide for your children, and what was provided for you as a child? Right. Right. It was your basic needs being fed. Yeah. Being watered, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. to speak, um, being clothed, 
having a house over your head, a roof over your head, and really diving into a lot of those things, you know, um, being fed, are, what are you putting in your body? Yeah. What you are know? you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? Are you even remembering to eat? Yeah. You know, that, that I sometimes have that issue, especially when I'm standing behind the chair all the yeah, time. It's like, wait, Jessica, you're angry. Oh, you're hungry. You're hangry. <laughs> yeah, I'm hangry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to keep fueling this, yes, you, you know, do. energy that I am um, And using. when you're in that state too, you'll eat a lot of what, whatever's in front of you. Absolutely. And that's where self-care steps in yes. and goes, I'm hungry. I want to eat real food. Right. So be prepared. So just being prepared for that is yes, self-care. It is. It comes down to the smallest things that you do to take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, when you are, are you drinking your water? Are yeah. you getting enough hydration? Um, that is massive. And those are small victories that you should praise yourself it for. It is, because it's not always easy. It's not. You know? And even just the one glass, hey, you did it. Should yeah. I strive for two tomorrow? Yeah, but I did one today, so that's great. And monitor your alcohol content. Yes. I mean, that's when people don't want to talk about it. We just want to like, we're not going to talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, no. Because there are you know, people that are come home and they're like, my self-care is to have a glass of wine. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, that's cool. I'm awesome with that. But be mindful of the consumption, the amount to which you That's something I definitely have to check myself on. It's because it is. I am um I'm just gonna say it, it allows me to numb myself from the day. Sure. You know, and where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna have one glass of wine, it might end up being three. Yeah. Yeah, or almost and, and, a bottle. Well, and that's honest. I mean, it, because I'm trying, I'm, yeah. sure, when I was drinking that same thing, yeah. it was the same thing. But there's just a point for me when we're talking about self care yeah. here, and we're about to get into the second of the yamas yeah. for the eight limbs of yoga. Okay. And it's about truthfulness. Yeah. And I'm like, self care is also about truthfulness. Yeah. It's that self check. Like, what am I doing that I'm harming myself that Absolutely. I need to step back and, and governor a little, little bit, mm-hmm. maybe pull back a little bit. Um, I always think dry January is a self-care thing for people who yeah. who are brave enough to go that route or even just dry yeah. week or whatever it may yeah. be. Um, but And not just alcohol. I mean, the things that we do in excess. Absolutely. So if we, you know, it's for me, sometimes it's exercise. Yeah. I, I do an overabundance. I, I don't, my body doesn't need that much exercise, yeah. really. And it's overworking things. So I have to pull back. I have to tell myself, you need to sit down. Yeah. Your knee is swollen. Yeah. Twice the size of the other one. You should put an ice pack on yes. that. You know, so I have the things that feed me. Yeah. And, you know, just like having another glass of wine for some people, I deal with stress and anxiety by going for a walk or mm. working out. Which so can which, have which, the opposite effect, oh, right? Take a positive. Yeah, I mean, you can much. overdo a good thing. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's checking yourself. It's it really things. is. And we were talking earlier, too, about um, how there's certain aspects or things that you can check mm. to make sure you're really taking care of yourself. And I call them the seven pillars of self-care. Mm. But one is mental so what are you doing to take care of your mental mental self? I try to practice detachment. Oh, 
you're talking my language, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> All right. So this, we're going to take a minute. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. So I am now nearly 38. I have survived every bad day that I've ever had. There has not been one single problem that I have faced in this life that has taken my life yet, you know? Yeah. Um, And so being able to look at the problems that I'm facing or the situations that I'm going through and detach from it and tell myself, this is not going to take me down. This is not going to be the thing that right, takes right. me out, right. which means I'm going to get through it, right. which makes it that much less scary. Yes. Um, and so, oh, excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. And, and that's beautiful. And there's so much knowledge in that. <laughs> because if you can remove yourself from the situation and look at it objectively, whether it be a person, a place, or a thing. Or your thoughts. Or your thoughts. You're gonna you're you're gonna be able to figure out how to move past it. Yes, without it consuming you, mm. with the least amount of damage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So detachment and being able to move through it without a lot of resistance and just yeah. accepting that this is where I am, this is what's happening. Um, we're gonna make it through. Yeah. I'm not gonna fight. You know, sometimes the only way. To get to the other side is to go through the shit storm. And for sure. And that's it. And you know, if you step back and you look at it from the broader perspective, mm-hmm. you can see the things that you have the power to change. Yeah. And you're like, I, this I can do. I can't do anything about what's going on over here. Right. So let that be. Hands off the wheel. Yeah, hands off the wheel. Let that be. But over here, I got. Yeah. I have some control. Absolutely. But if you're if you're in the midst of the storm and you're and you're mm. doing everything you can just to hang on, yeah, then you're going to get consumed by it, or it's going to wreak a lot of damage. Absolutely. So detachment is awesome, and it allows you to move past it faster too. Yeah, you know. There are so many people, and there are some things in my own life that it's just, you get stuck. You get stuck in the mud on this one event that was absolutely shitty, and you you just keep replaying it over and over and over. And sometimes it's funny to me, the things that I hang on to. Yeah. Because I'm like, of all the things, (laughs) why are you giving that power or that person power? power in yeah. your world when in reality they don't have the they don't have any power you yeah. know it's just in your head yes. so detachment is great and 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 you need to apply that to people in your life as well like yeah what people do is out of your control you can only tro- control what you do exactly. and sometimes you have to step out of whatever role you have with that person mm-hmm. and look at it from an objective place. And if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right and it hurts your feelings. And then it's feeling, your choice to yeah. move whichever way you're going to move. Yeah. So detachment's good. Um, yeah. for, what do you do mentally? Yeah. Um, well, detachment is something I've worked on for a long time. And yeah. life has been a, the best teacher of that mm. for me because there's been... Um, you know, even one of my own children that I've had to detach from, which is the, the hardest lesson for a mother to learn about detachment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that you 
detach yourself from the love of your child, right? Which you can never do, right? Your child will never be far from your heart or yeah. away from your heart, but you have to continue to live. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you have to realize that that's their life, and you have yours, and they're adults, and we move on. Yeah. You know, so detachment is. But I think um, through the lessons that brought me to detachment, uh, meditation. Mm is a big one for me. And I think um, people don't, I think they get confused when they think of meditation. They're like, I don't have time to give 20 (laughs) minutes to meditation. Often I don't either. Um, But for me, it's, it's sprinkled throughout the day. Sure. And, and a meditation could be 30 seconds. It could be five minutes. It could be 15. It could be an hour. You know, it just depends on what I have for it. But uh, like this morning, today's kind of a busy day. And um, I like busy days, believe it or not. Yeah. I, I, I get excited, you know, I'm charged. Um, so before my busy day and before I started a class, I lit a candle mm. and I said a little blessing to the candle, you know, to myself sure. with the lighting of a candle. It's very symbolic for me. And uh, I breathed on that for about a minute. And that was a meditation for That's me. It. Um, I, I meditate with my class a few mm. times a day. So that's a meditation for me. Um, when I cook my meals, yeah. I often will find, and it's not by, it's not intentional, mm. but I'm in the middle of fixing dinner or something in the kitchen and there's, there's not a TV on, there's not, there's not music on, there's, it's just very quiet Yeah, and I've gotten halfway through it and I've just let my mind wander mm-hmm. and, and just gone about my my business in a mindful manner and i find that very lovely mm-hmm. and it's very simple um, oh, absolutely so cutting distractions out for me is self-care like i don't care about the tv the tv yeah. that could be thrown out on the curb and i would and fine. never miss it now my husband would kill me <laughs> um but no i think for me self-care is quiet time like yeah. without dist- distraction right. and then when i do have um something in the background. I mean, I'm different. I, I like a little um, classical music playing in the background. Yeah, It just calms me down or it, it, it lights me up one or the other. I am right there with you. That's usually what I have going on in the car yeah. is just something soft that is not um, distracting with a beat, you know, cause yeah. I will catch a beat real fast yeah, yeah. and just go to town. And there's a time for that. There is a time for that. Absolutely. Um, but I find a lot of my greatest ideas come to me in the quiet. Yes. And I think that's what people are missing. Like Mm -hmm. you got to be able to hear your own thoughts. You do. And if you have the world news in the background, sending off all sorts of stress hormones in your body, your creative side isn't going to break through. So keep that in mind. If you're, if you're lacking creativity, you're not giving it a chance to speak. And if you're, if you're bebopping to the sound of music, it's, it's sending off great signals in your body, but it's not giving you that, the that space. time and space right. to listen to yourself. Yeah. So quiet time. So that's what we do for our mental mm-hmm. um, self-care. Physical, I think everybody knows what I do for my, <laughs> for my physical side of things, is um, I make sure to connect to my body yeah. constantly. Um, we're very well aware of each other, my body and myself. Mm. But I understand they're separate as well. Fascinating. Yeah, they're they're almost like there's times we're one. Yeah. Uh, when when I yoga flow, I one we're one, um, and I'm aware of it, and I let it speak to me. 
Yeah. So it's, it's a very, um, it's my most intimate relationship is my relationship with myself. I love that. I love it. I love me. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I love, I love that I'm healthy. Yeah. I don't take it for granted. I love my mind. Yeah. I love my creativity. I love my laugh. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you physical, physical, physical is probably one of the things that I actually need more work in, you know, that I do not feel like I am at that place. I mean, I, I love me. I love myself and all of that, but the connection with my body, it was one of the things that was on my goals for this year, which is why as soon as you came into town, I was at your very first class. Um, and then I have enjoyed it so much. There have been things that, um, I did not think or trust my body to do. And I'm like, oh, there ain't no way, Kathy. Like, what are (laughs) you you talking about? (laughs) And I did it. And so I feel like I am at this place in my life where I'm just now starting to get to know my body a little bit more. I took it for granted for so long because it just performed. I mean, right where you are is is in that cusp of where women start to prioritize their relationship yes. with their body yeah um right around 40 is when it 38 40 I somewhere am. around there um because we start to i think our body starts to speak to us like we right. we probably <laughs> no in a very good way okay like we've we've done some childbearing yes you know so we're we're in a new space with our body where right. we haven't been before our insides are different mm-hmm. you know we're we're something different than we were before we are mothers yeah you know, and that when you step into that realm, it is a different body. And not only is it a different body, it's a different way of thinking. Because when you have a child that you're responsible mm-hmm. for, that's another aspect of who you are. So I think when you get around that age, yourself is going, I would like to introduce myself. Yeah. Hello. I definitely yeah, feel like, like that is like where it, yourself I is am. like, girlfriend, we got to get on the same team uh-huh. because we need to get our shit together before we really start aging. Right. And, and that's the truth. It that is. is a truth. And I think that's why you're feeling that now. Mm-hmm. I have an advantage over a lot of people that this is my profession. Sure. Now, if I had to make... Now, I can say I have had full-time jobs and yoga was a side gig. Um, but I have always made the time to work out, no yeah. matter what I was doing. I've always either had a gym membership or I was teaching classes. Now somewhere. I've always had the gym membership. <laughs> well, <laughs> as a studio owner, we appreciate y'all as right? well. <laughs> but um, it's it's a matter of of really listening because you know I hear people say, "I know I need to go." Mm-hmm. Well, that's your body saying, "Yes, yes, you need to go." Yes, and we need time together. You need time with your body. And when you go, I know I know. like when you're in the gym or something, you want those beats on and those beats help you get through the workout. And if that's what's feeding you, do that. But listen to your body when you're working out. Like right. don't overload if you're working out in the gym. Right. Take your ego off the shelf for a little bit because you're going to get hurt. And that hurts even worse. Yeah, you know. So just be careful. That's whatever been one of you're the doing. things that I love about yoga so much is yeah. the 
slowness and paying attention to what each part of the body is doing and listening to it and breathing with it yes and breathing with it because if you create that pattern your body's it's music your body's like oh yeah like that yeah all right so that's a good way and in the physical falls into eating well important yes got to pay attention to that getting that sleep that's important um emotional and this one's a little different. I think this one's harder for people to connect to today. Mm. Like, what are you doing for your emotional self-care? And that's a hard one. And, and honestly, in some ways, I know there's a part of me I need to connect deeper to there. Mm. I think I have a lot of I have a lot of heart scars. Mm-hmm. I, as a Reiki master, I know that. I feel... I feel a lot of hurt that I've let harden in order to mm. survive, yes. to not be a, a basket case. But I am very close to my heart. I open my heart. I think sometimes I over open some heart space trying to make up for where I feel I've hurt mm. or I hurt. Yes. Um, so I think, but for me, what I do to try to keep that in balance is two things. I... We'll try to, before I go to bed at night, put my hand on my heart yes, and just tell myself I did the best I could today. Mm. And that's one thing. Um, that or, allows you to sleep real easy. It does. It really does. And if I know I didn't do the best I could do today, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are those things, I just I just let myself know that I can pick that yeah. up tomorrow, yeah. that I need to get a good night. It's nuts. a brand new day. It's a brand new day. Yeah. Um and another one is, and I've, I've done a post about this, is the act of, of bowing your head to your heart. Mm. Um, and, and for me, that's not so much, it is a prayerful intention, definitely. But energetically, it is a congruency between what you yes. know and what you feel. Mm. And those two places need to, to connect. Yes. And they need to intentionally connect. So that's what the act of, of bowing your head yeah. means. But I don't think that a lot of people think about the emotional side of self-care. And I think that's important, too. When you need to cry, cry. Yes. When you need to scream, scream. Yes. You know, those things. I definitely feel like, um, I'm going to say especially as women, mm-hmm. we have allowed ourselves to be tricked into not trusting our feelings and not trusting our emotions because so easily it's written off as, you know, back in the 50s, it was just hysteria, right? right. Or it must be that time of the month. Like your hormones are crazy. You don't really feel that way. Um, But I know nine times out of 10, when I have a feeling or a strong emotion about something, that is my gut. It's a guttural Mm -hmm. yes or no. Right. Every time I go against it, it bites me in the ass. Yes. Give validation. time. Yeah. Um, And so that has been something is trusting my gut, trusting yeah. my emotions, trusting what they are saying to me. Oh yeah, um, and also checking and balancing that. Yes. Well, I mean, well. you you're right. We don't validate our own gut instincts enough, right? right? We don't. We're like, uh, because of like you said, people don't validate our opinions mm-hmm. often enough for us to give ourselves credit. But yes. nine times out of ten, if not ten out of ten, yeah. 
your gut's going to have been right in hindsight's 2020. So listen, 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 you don't feel good about something. You don't do it. You do feel like, and that goes, I mean, that will take you into the next kind of self care of you say no, when you don't want to do it. No is a great word. No is the best word. And you know that if you say no, you don't have to say anything else, anything else. It's a complete statement. It's a complete all by itself. Nobody, we don't have to justify it. It's funny sometimes, though, <laughs> so if somebody asks you something you really don't want, you just go, no. Yeah. And they sit there and wait. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> explain to me why. <laughs> it's kind of an awkward yeah. situation. And you just leave them with that. Like, okay, bye. That's Let's just see. it for me. We'll that's that's what is best for me today, right yeah. now, is yeah. just... A flat out no. It's yeah. not going to work. I can't add that onto my plate. That doesn't align with what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. That is going to make me feel like I'm in the weeds and jeopardize I, everything else that I have right. going on. Yeah. Um, and so, so no. self-care is the ability to say no and say no without guilt. Oh, I love that. Great message too. And you know, somebody, I heard someone say once, I think it's a famous Kate Moss saying, oh. she says, um, never complain and never explain. No, it's don't complain yes. and never explain. Mm. And if you really stop and think about that, nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear you complain. Ever. They don't want to hear you complain. They don't so care. It, it, you have complaints, I'm sure. They're valid. I, you sure. know, like, but leave those alone for yourself yeah. and just say no. And you don't have to explain it. No. Just at all. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah. That's it. End of story. Okay. So, like that one, y'all learned something. <laughs> um, environmental. This one's another one I think mm. that people don't realize that. Your home and and like your your desk, all yes. those sorts of things. Like when they're messy, energetically, your energy's messy. Mm-hmm. So self care is keeping baking your bed every morning, uh, making sure you don't have dirty dishes. And and I understand we're all busy, but these are things that if you get in the habit of doing them, they don't take a lot of time. Well, and it's it's not fun. Right, but that's adulting. You you do the things that you don't want to do, but don't even stop and think about it long enough to create this judgment of, yes, I want to do it. No, I don't want it. It doesn't matter whether you want to do it or not. It just needs to be done. You do it. And that's how it goes. And and I I have this conversation with my kids all the time. I'm like, this needs to be done. (laughs) And they're like, oh, I'll wait. I'll do it after this. I'll do it after this. I'm like, in the time that you have spent, arguing with me about when it needs to be done it could have been done five times over right well as a mother whose children are grown (laughs) i'll give you some advice okay (laughs) (laughs) keep harping on them yes don't expect a lot but keep harping on them because what you're saying to them will stick with them because the energy of a teenager and there's a few that is different there are those teenagers that are orderly and tidy sure. and God bless them and, and kudos to the parents that have them. <laughs> and, and maybe they have different issues, you know, that the messy ones of don't course. have. But, but not, that's not most, yeah. the majority of teenagers. They, in their lives at that moment, energetically, is just chaotic and explorative. Sure. And to think about 
taking time to pick up their room and, and unless there's something in it for them they're like right they don't care but they're hearing what you you're mm-hmm. saying and then when they are an adult those lessons come back to them and you've taught them so don't expect, I'll just keep I'll just, just keep, keep going. going don't expect too much but just just keep driving yeah. it home because I'm a very tidy person but as a teenager I was not I mean I could yeah. care less when I was a teenager I mean I wasn't super messy yeah but as an adult if you are going if you're if you've got the time in the morning if you've gotten a good night's sleep and you get up at a time not to hurry yourself mm. and you just make your bed and tidy up your house when you come home at the end of the day you don't have to look at that and it's done and you may not even realize the mental shift that causes in you to make you relax and you can enjoy your dinner and all that but if you get up in a hurry and you leave your bed unmade and your house smells and you need to vacuum the floor you're going to come home and you're not even going to be that glad you you know (laughs) right so it's not welcoming now i will tell you i am messy by nature i was oh my gosh i am um as a kid my parents called me messy jesse like oh, that's, that's right. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was always messy, Jesse, and my father was military. Oh, and he would graded um, his gears. Oh man, yeah. he would come in the room, and it was just a disaster. And he would ask me several times over, and he would be like, "Okay." The 15 minute rule is in place. You have 15 minutes to clean this up. Whatever's not done, I'm throwing it away. Mm. And um, he would walk out. And Kathy, I would just sit there in the middle of my mess. Yeah. Not because I didn't want my stuff, th- you know, right, it's right. not like I wanted my stuff thrown away, but I would absolutely be stuck in this place of, I don't even know where to start. Right. And it was like debilitating. He would come back in 15 minutes and I'm still just sitting there. Right. And he'd be like, oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> this goes much deeper goes than much a dirty deeper. room. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it, and that has been one of the things. Like, where do you start? Where do you begin when everything is a yeah. mess? And the truth of the matter is you just have to start with one Or call someone in to help you. Or call someone in to help you. I mean, and now my mom, she stays with London while I work. Yeah. She's not in daycare. And so I just up the pay a little bit and she helps me with the house. And and I need that. And know when to ask for help. Absolutely. Or to hire help, whatever it is. Because it's it's money well spent. It is. If it's helping you um, enjoy your life better. Because I'll tell you, Dustin is... I mean, on the verge of OCD, like he loves a clean, clean space. And so what I noticed after a few years of us being together is he would get home and be home and um, he wouldn't just sit down and spend time with me. He was up, he was washing the dishes or sweeping the floor or like, because he can't stop. Right, that would be me. Yeah, he can't stop until things are nice. Like that's what he needs. Right. Um, And so I had to have a very real conversation with myself and be like, well, Jessica, what do you want more to spend time with him or to not have to mess with it? Yeah, yeah. And oh, so that's, I really I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that yeah. because th- there may be people that really can relate to yeah. that side of things. I mean, because it doesn't bother you doesn't mean that whoever you're sharing your home with and then Exactly. And we have to be mindful of of that. And then when you look at it that way, 
it is more important that you keep a clean house. Absolutely. Yeah. I want all the time. Like our time is so limited with each other anyway. Right. I want that time. That that far outweighs everything else. So And there's an accomplishment to, to for me. I mean, I don't I don't like cleaning all the time, but yeah. I, I can get into it. Yeah. And then when I'm done, I take a shower and I put got clean sheets on the bed. Yes. Oh, and clean sheets, by the way, is another self-care for mm-hmm. me. And shaved legs. Oh my God. And <laughs> moisturizer. <laughs> so here's how it works. You clean your house, you get it all clean and smelling good. Yes. And then you take a hot shower with a good moisturizer on mm-hmm. your hair. You exfoliate, shave, you get out, you slather down with good moisturizer yes. and you crawl between those sheets, those clean that sheets. That is heaven. <gasps> that uh, is heaven. That's self-care. <laughs> uh, and also with environmental is, um, you know, occasionally make sure you go outside and breathe fresh air. Oh my gosh. Like get some fresh air, get some sunlight, those sort of things. Vitamin D. That's, Most people are deficient in vitamin D and it just does not work the same no. by taking a supplement. I mean, you can, and it's great during the winter time, but being outside well, with your bare feet in the oh, ground. Yeah. It's, that's, I'm such a hippie there. I, there's something to it. I mean, oh, it's a science. It's called grounding. And yeah. it really, I mean, energetically, it connects you to the earth. Well, where are all the same thing, right? Yeah, we're like it's all the same plants. energy. So yeah. to plant yourself there and to feel it. Yeah. It, and there's one, like when I was last year, I went, really went through a lot of lifestyle change with, the, mm. you know, not drinking and really going back to what I knew nutrition was because mm. I had wandered off that path too. And was getting back in it. And there, I knew there was more to it. There was mindset. I really had to get myself energetically realigned with what I wanted and I knew how to do it I teach people how to do it but that doesn't mean the teacher's always following her own advice right right. so I set myself down but another thing I did that I, I listened to myself and I knew I needed more vitamin d and I started researching that on what the sun like, like going out early in the morning and mm-hmm. walking toward the rising sun and are walking, letting the, the sun, the early morning sun filter into your eyes and mm. on your skin. And there's an actual process that when it does that, the eyes have the sensors in it that go through you. And, and you know, like don't spend a lot of time yeah. looking into the sun. Sure. But, but let your eyes actually read some sunlight, like yeah. let them receive it. But also what it does is it sort of sets your metabolism a little bit. It gives your metabolism a little rise. The hit of vitamin D and there's a dopamine hit from the sunshine. So I'm like, give me some sun in the morning. So that actually brought more meaning to my morning walk with the Mm. dogs because I'll throw my shoulders back. I'll lift my head up and I'm like, hit me, baby. Yeah, give me (laughs) me some of that good stuff, you know, because the sun, you talk about our energy sources. We have Mm. one above us and we have one below us. The sun is giving you what it can do, and the earth is feeding you. So we have two energy sources. So environmental's huge. We got a few more to go through. Spiritual. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. Spiritual. Okay. So I, I live my life in prayer. Yeah. Constantly. It's a constant balance of gratitude and 
meditation, like asking and receiving and asking and receiving and putting it out there and just being a thousand percent grateful that I have this day to Mm -hmm. experience and this day to live and, um, trying to fully stay in the present moment, I think is the thing that connects me most spiritually. Um, and then anything else is because I can't do anything about yesterday. Tomorrow may not even come. Not to say I don't take steps towards my goals and, you know, take action now to help me get to where I want to be. But this, this moment with you that we are sitting here, this is it. And it's beautiful. And I am absolutely loving it and full of joy and abundance and wealth that this is even something that I get to experience. And so that is my constant mindset in my touch with spirituality is staying present and being grateful that I have this experience yeah well gratitude i mean it's it's its own thing like and it feeds the soul and it it fights disease and it 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 gives us a hope for even more Mm -hmm. like if i'm grateful for what i have then i i've shown appreciation for that and i can have more absolutely and there's that and that's another thing i want to tell people you know for for spirituality it's okay to ask for what you want. Like yeah. God, the universe, whatever your higher spirit is, wants to hear you. Yeah. They want you. It wants you. Your higher self wants you to speak to it. Yeah. And you have to speak it into being. Indeed. If you hold it inside, it's it like a whole other podcast, Kathy. Yeah, <laughs> it stays inside. But yes, gratitude, um, for me, yeah. it's a knowing there's something so much bigger than I am. Yeah. Um, and staying humble in that thought, but at the same time knowing we all have the potential to move mountains if we want to. Absolutely. You that know? we are part of it. The interconnectedness is oh. um, everything. It's it, so deep. It really is. I got cold chills. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, recreational. You have to have recreational self-care. This is where the friends Fine. and the laughter and 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 enjoying life and the yeah. things that we're supposed to go out there and and try yeah. and do. So is there anything in particular you do recreationally? So I just I'm a very silly person. I just like to play. Yeah. I mean, I like to play to a point, right? My daughter's yeah. probably listening to this like you don't want to play dolls with me. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> That's different. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dad. That's dad's He's got that play, real play mentality to it. But I just try not to take anything too seriously, I guess, so to speak, when I'm at work, always enjoying and laughing and um, cutting up, dancing, being silly, telling jokes. I just kind of try to live this life of play. Um, Recreationally, I just don't. You know, get to do a whole I know, lot right so it's now. funny i saw this like meme. i have to schedule things i saw this meme the other day and, and they go if you want to feel like a boring person let somebody ask you what you do for fun right. <laughs> and Ego. people go what do i do for fun well Ego. you know you just can't pull anything yeah. out of thin air but if you're having fun all day then you're yeah. having fun all day i mean you're what is that saying like you never work a day in your life if you love what you do absolutely um but recreational is something i've 
I, you know, I've tried, I'm trying to start adding in. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm not really all that good with it. Cause people are like, what do you do for fun? I'm like, read a book. Uh-huh. And they're like, wow, that's kind of, kind of stinks. They each their right? own though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay. So I talked to a friend this morning and me and her are going to go to the symphony together. Oh, fun. We're I gonna, love shows. We're going to dress up in in the gowns and we're going to glam it and we're going to go to the symphony together because our guys don't care anything about that they just seem to be beat with a baseball bat right but I'm like give me that no I love that I love that I took London to see Aladdin a couple of weeks ago and I'm locked in at shows I I do see I do do like things yeah (laughs) and my friend up in North Carolina I love her Amy if you're listening I love you I miss you uh, for my birthday, she took me to the ballet, oh. and she took me like front row, uh, right above the orchestra pit. How amazing! And I'm like, this is my new recreational yeah. thing, right? So recreational is important. Um, hobby, like, just find something that kind of sparks that part of you that teaches yes. you a new side of yourself. Mm-hmm. And we all need to work on it, but. Um, We'll do that. I do. We'll make yeah, a list. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't have it all figured out. No, not even, even close. Slightly. Um, and then there's social self-care. And, yes. and, and this is where, you know, I'm like, it, it includes things other than social media. Okay, oh, yeah. so let's just say that. Yeah. Like, we're so wrapped up in spending time on that, and we think we know people. Mm. Like, there'll be people come up to me in public, and they'll go, I follow you on Facebook. Uh-huh. And I'm, it's so awkward. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's your name? You yeah. know? And then there's people I do the same thing to. Absolutely. I walk up to them and I'm like, I am your biggest fan. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, oh, crazy lady. Okay, crazy. Who are you? <laughs> you know? And, but we feel like we know everybody so well. Right. And I do think social media is a great place to connect to people. Mm-hmm. And it's not all bad. No. But I think socially we need to have real contact. Yeah. With people like you and I sitting there has here, to be true. Like, you know, there has to be some level of depth to it and reality. And, yeah, like I can touch hey. you, girl. <laughs> you know, like I see you. I see your right. face. I see your eyes light up. I can see when you're talking about something that yeah. means something to you. And yeah. there's nothing lost in the translation, right? So social time is is great. And you know, for me, getting together with girlfriends again mm-hmm. and finding that girlfriend bond again and and you know being back and me and my husband experiencing things together like going to low mill and walking in and talking to the artist you know and things like that I just I love it see so I think it is it it just depends on which side of the spectrum you're on too it's like are you introverted or are you extroverted I'm so extremely both so extremely both I have to have time alone okay or I will feel like I'm about to come undone. And my husband knows when I've reached my limit because uh-huh. I will cut a conversation short and we're out of and there. And you're done. I'm done. Yeah. But I have to have that time. Yeah. And I, one of my talents is generally being able to read people mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> um, and when I feel like what has been said, whatever needs to be said has been said. That's about that's, it. It's the best time to leave the conversation yes. because... You leave them wanting to know a little bit more, and mm-hmm. you leave before the conversation is no longer interesting. I love that. It's just knowing yep. when, when to leave it. Yeah. Um, but I'm both. I need alone time, but I've, yeah. I energize and feed myself also with, with time with people. Yeah. What about you? I, am, I call myself a social introvert. 
That's both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk to, um, I prefer smaller interactions, like okay. one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, big group settings, I get very... Um, Nervous, anxiety. Nervous, a, a little bit of social anxiety, but I hide it very well. I yeah. would say most people would be surprised to hear this about yeah. me, you know? No, I mean, some people can hide that. But that's something to it, right? Is yeah. like, Dustin is very, very extroverted. He would love to be out every single night of the week, and yeah. I just cannot hang yeah. like that. Yeah, no, no, see, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like. It like going like once a week is a stretch for me about going like out and being amongst the people like shopping and stuff. That's all cool. But like really being social once a week is, is a push. Um, But unlike you though, like I can teach a class full of a thousand people and it never bothered me. Never think a thing about it No, no. But when I'm done, you're drained. I'm done. Yeah. Girls got to go home Yeah, and crawl under the covers and. Or take a so shower. I and do take think with cup. the self-care aspect of it, just making sure you know thyself and oh, what yeah. you need in those situations of social interaction or not, you know, yeah. making sure you're either, you're not putting yourself in a super draining, and I mean, sometimes we need to, right? We have right. to show up for certain well, events, yeah, we but do. to truly feed your soul and have smaller individual interactions, or right. if you're on the other side, the extrovert, make sure you're getting out there and doing something yeah. to fuel that side of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot. So we went through them all. We got the mental, yeah. emotional, physical, environmental, spiritual, recreational, and social. That's a lot of self-care. It is. But it's a I think, lot of things to look at for yourself. And, but I think there's something in here for everybody. And, mm-hmm. and what I, I want to close with knowing everybody knowing that this is a ripple effect. Mm. And, and we're just going to touch on that real briefly. Like, if you do something to bring happiness and peace to you, mm-hmm. you're a better mother. Yes. You're a better wife. You're a better friend. You're a better daughter. Yes. You're a better husband. Whatever it is. Yes. If you take care of yourself, you're going to be better to other people. For everyone else around you. And if you don't, you're going to, that, that thing we were talking about, that those yamas, you mm. know, like you're sending out a ripple effect into the world that can cause harm. Yes. And that's not what we want to do. So in taking care of yourself, you take care of everybody around of you. Everybody. Yeah. That's one of the most rewarding things that I get out of having the salon yeah. and retreat is, you know, people are coming to me to take care of themselves. Sure. Like yeah. everybody who comes through those doors, I honor highly because you have made a choice yeah. to put yourself first and to focus on yourself for and that time, time is valuable. and time being. And I know I will put a hundred percent guarantee on it yeah. that when you leave there, you're making the world better. Yeah. You are going to be a better mom. You are going to be a better partner. Right. You are going to be a better friend. Right. All of those things are guaranteed to happen because what ha- it, it's like you want to give to the people in your life from your overflow. Yeah. Not from your entire cup. No. You have to protect that cup and you make sure that it stays full. And yeah. everything you're adding to it just makes it overflow. And that's what... Yeah. 
carries yeah. on and yeah. ripples out. It does. And that's what feeds others. And it's so important. And, and so those of important. you who have little ones at home, I mean, I think a great mm. lesson to be passing down or to gather from this is teach them self-care. Oh, yeah. You know, teach them that, you know, when you need quiet time, you take your quiet time. Absolutely. And, and when you need to have a little talk with mommy or whatever, you can tell her. And, and you know, just let them know that there's safe things safe people to be around and to express to and take care because if they learn it early yes the guilt's not in it right (laughs) (laughs) the guilt's not in it and it's expressed more freely and more clearly and there's where we make our differences with the little ones yeah it's been an honor i have loved it (laughs) we could do this for a long time i think so (laughs) we could even break down some of these and have another one go really deep on some stuff we could yeah and we will um but tell everybody real quick where to find you and i'm gonna have all this in the show notes so don't feel like you have to go and jot this down real quick but go ahead so we are vu salon retreat located here in huntsville alabama um, we are across all social platforms as at VU Salon Retreat, which is V-O-U-S. Okay. Um, our website, www.vusalonretreat. We are just jam-packed of ways for you to, you know, allow other people to take care of you. Because I think that's one thing we didn't touch on too much is yeah. when to... Be saying It's good to do that. It's good to let someone else take care of you. Yeah. And that's... That brings me and my team joy. That's a surrender. That's a surrender. Surrender, Yay. baby. Let, you're in good hands. You there. are in great hands. I would love to take care of you all. Oh, I'll be there soon. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank this you, was a lot Kathy. of fun. And everybody at home, practice self-care. Do. Pamper yourself. Take care. And until um, next time, namaste. Bye-bye.